I didn't know what Dale was going to say, but he said quite a lot about what I'm going to speak about tonight. Because we all know that God is doing something in earth, and we all know that he's going to do something brand new. But the question is, what is coming? I just want to ask a question, what is coming? Because we've seen a move of the Spirit in Toronto. This city impacted the whole planet. But there's something coming that's way beyond that. There's something coming. And you know what? God's government is being birthed in stables. God's government is being birthed in stables. God is raising up the weak. He's raising up the vulnerable. He's raising up those who are nobodies. He's raising up voices. The celebrity, the celebrity culture is over. He's raising up people from Scotland, Tommy. <laughs> Scottish people. So what is it that's coming? What is this? Where's this all going? I love you, Dale. This man is a true prophet in the land. That's why we want him to speak. Because God is raising up people that we might not recognize. He's raising up people that might not be on Elijah list. <laughs> I love Elijah list. It's great. But he's raising up those who know that they're nobodies because they'll have to fully trust him. And there's a word that's burning in my heart for here. And it's a simple word before I actually get to my message. And it's about Joshua crossing over. And the word for you is, is be courageous. Be courageous. Because we are about to cross over into something, the promised land. Chuck Pierce prophesied and said, Scotland is the only nation in Europe that's crossed over the Jordan. There's something changed in Scotland. And God has used nobodies to do it. <laughs> I'm humble and proud of it. <laughs> Be courageous because what is coming will take courage because we'll have to stand against our own fears. There was nobody any more scared than me, scared of everything, scared of people, scared of going up the town in case I met people. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Terrified, scared of being scared, but now I'm not afraid of being afraid. God is raising up apostles of the dust. I'm always scared of Jane. Everybody has. <laughs> 
God is raising up apostles of the dust. He's raising up his true government on the earth. He's raising up his true ecclesia. God just recently spoke to Justin Abraham and said that the most important message that we can preach right now is about the ecclesia. Because there's darkness that's coming upon the earth. Great darkness upon the people. But we need to be in government. We need to know how to be part of the government of heaven. Because then we can actually stop things from happening. We can stop disasters. We can stop things. There'll be some nations who will crumble. There'll be some governments that crumble. But where there's ecclesia, there will always be light and government and glory. But that's not my message. (laughs) But it was quite good. I'll take up an offering. No, I'm joking. So what is it that's coming? Romans 8 verse 19 says, For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the whole creation hopes for and expects the revelation of the sons of God. There's something coming that's beyond revival. And don't get me wrong, revivals are still coming. Visitations are still coming. I love revival and I don't like people who mock revival. Because I always loved revival. But there's something coming that's way beyond that. God is doing something on earth. It's a dream of God that we have never seen fulfilled. We've seen revivals on earth. We've seen visitations. But there's something coming that none of us have ever seen. And creation itself is groaning for the manifestation of the sons. And it's not just the earth that's groaning. It's all of creation is groaning for something. It's groaning for something. It's groaning for the manifestation of the sons. So the question is, what does that look like? What does that look like? God has a dream. God has a dream for us here tonight. God has a dream for Toronto and Canada. God has a dream for his bride. And it's a company of people across the planet who become the mature sons in the earth. And we've never seen this before. There's been prototypes throughout generations who have walked in this. But we are going to see the manifestation of the sons on on the earth. But what does that look like? Can you feel that realm? Lord, thank you for the cloud of witnesses. The cloud of witnesses have sown into this. We welcome the cloud of witnesses. They're part of this. Because heaven is as close as the air that we breathe. The sons, the mature sons, what does that look like? Ephesians 4, 11, 13. It says, so Christ himself gave the apostles the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers 
to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. We've stopped there. This is where it's going until until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. The King James Version says, unto a perfect man, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. What does it look like to have the full measure of Christ? What does that look like to have the full measure of Christ? We are going to have the full measure of Christ. This is the dream of God in ages past. This is the dream of God that we would become like him. One John four seventeen. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in the world. What does it look like? What is coming for us? We are going to look like He is. As he is in heaven, so are we in the world. It doesn't even say as he was on earth. It says as he is in heaven. As he is in heaven, so will be us here on earth. This is way beyond any visitation we've seen. This is way beyond any revival that we can see in the past. Every revival was a visitation of the Holy Spirit. But God is raising up the sons. The mature sons. And we will look like him as he is in heaven. So what does that look like? Dale has mentioned this a few times tonight. Revelation 1 verse 14 to 16. Because remember, as he is, so are we. As he is, this is what we're going to look like on the earth. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were like the blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he had seven stars and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword and his face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. All creation is groaning for the sons. The end time is the harvest, but it's not just the harvest of souls. It's the harvest of the mature sons 
It's the dream of God that we will become like him, that we will become like Christ in heaven, and we will have hair white as wool. What does that mean? It's talking about the wisdom of God. We will walk in wisdom like Daniel and Joseph. That's the fullness of the spirit of wisdom displayed in us. The spirit of wisdom work, working through men like Daniel. As the earth falls into chaos and darkness, we will have such wisdom as we walk alongside the spirit of wisdom that we will disciple nations. We will disciple economies. Governments will come and turn to us. Presidents will ask for our advice. The spirit of wisdom, the gray hair, the white hair, the spirit of wisdom is coming to build. And it's coming to build his house we are the living stones. We will have hair that's white like Jesus. He is the ancient of days. Wisdom is coming. And we will walk in the fullness of the spirit of wisdom. And we will walk alongside wisdom. And she builds the house. God is building his ecclesia. But we must walk alongside the spirit of wisdom. It cannot be our ideas any longer. The spirit of wisdom, the white hair, the mature sons functioning out of wisdom, the wisdom of God, the fullness of wisdom, building a house. Ephesians 2.22, building a house, we are the stones, and the purpose is for habitation. We've saw visitation, but we've never saw habitation. Mature sons on the earth walking in the fullness, habitation, habitation. Habitation. His eyes were like blazing fire. Remember, as he is, we will be. As he is, we will be. We will have eyes like fire. We will have the eyes of Jesus. We will see through his eyes. We will see what he sees. We will not longer see according to our natural man. We will see according to the Spirit. We will see through the eyes of Jesus. And we will have eyes like fire. Eyes like fire. Our very eyes will bring conviction. 
Charles Finney walked into a factory and didn't even speak a word and he just looked at people and they began weeping because he had eyes like fire. Eyes like fire. And his feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. Bronze. We will have feet like bronze. The bronze altar. Sacrifice. A generation of laid down lovers in Canada. A generation of laid down lovers who have been through suffering like Jesus was willing to pay the price and die on the cross. In the end times, there will be a generation that is willing to lay down its life like Heidi Baker laid down lovers. Not my will, but his will be done. His will be done. And I know many of you here have been through things. You've suffered, been rejected and been hurt even by the church. But that's okay because that is the school of Christ. It's the school of Christ that's been shaping you and molding you for this day. It's the school of Christ to make your feet like bronze. It's the school of Christ to make your feet like bronze. But then, just like Jesus, your feet was like bronze, but the cross brought life. The cross brought resurrection. Our feet will bring resurrection, and our feet will cross over into the promised land. And every place we put our feet will be ours. And his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. Dale said this earlier, out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. The sword is being released again. The double-edged sword, what is that? Remember, I'm talking about mature sons. This is not a nice sermon with nice points. I'm talking about what we are going to become. We are becoming like Christ as he is in heaven with white hair, with eyes like fire and with a sword coming out of his mouth. The sword is the word of God. Oracles. (laughs) Discerning the thoughts and intents of the heart. Discerning the thoughts and intents of the heart like Jesus. Luke 4 31 34 says, And Jesus came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were astonished at his doctrines, for his word was with power. God is about to release his voice again. I just gave a word about the voice. And Revelation 10 talks about the seven thunders uttering their voices. 
And John was about to write that down. And another voice said, don't write it down. But there's seven voices being released from heaven. There's messages being released from heaven to prepare the bride. And the voice is speaking from heaven to Canada. And when I released that word, we actually get thunder in Scotland and it's really unusual in May because you really need a lot of warm weather. And my, my room physically shook. My room shook because the thunders is being released. The voice of the Lord is being released. The oracles of God are being released. The word of the Lord is being released again from heaven. There will come again a generation of people that can say, Thus saith the Lord like Samuel. In the order of Samuel, not one word shall fall to the ground. The prophetic is about to go up a million levels. We are about to know how to ascend Mount Zion to be taught by the Lord himself and to hear the word of the Lord from Zion. We will stand in the counsels of the Lord. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Paul Keith Davis talks about the next move of God being identified by the spoken word ministry. There's coming a generation that's so in union with Christ, so in union with his heart, that as we speak, he speaks. Such authority that we will be able to say, mountain be removed from there to there, and it will be removed. Such authority that we will be able to say again to the cripples, rise and walk. We will be able to say again to the blind, be healed. We're coming under the government of heaven, the government of the seven spirits of God in union with Christ. And the sword will come out of our mouth. And we need to come under the fear of the Lord because under this kind of authority we can be dangerous. Like Elisha, when the, the children were mocking him, I think it was Elisha or Elijah, the children were mocking him and he cursed them and a bear came out and ripped him apart. That was like the spirit of might he had, but he did not come under the spirit of the fear of the Lord. If he came under the spirit of the fear of the Lord, he would never have touched innocent people. The government really is Christ being fully in us and we are totally yielded to him. The government within before there's a government without. We need to be fully possessed by Christ, by the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the feet of the Lord, coming under the government of His Lordship. And as we come under His government, God will release the oracles from heaven. And as we speak, even matter will be created from nothing. As we speak frequencies, it will create 
matter from nothing. It was a story with William Branham. I love William Branham. And God spoke to him one day. And he was talking to him about a future thing that was going to happen. But he spoke to him and said, Speak a thing and it will happen. What do you want? And William Branham was out hunting squirrels. So he said, I want a squirrel. (laughs) The first time it happened, the squirrel appeared out of nowhere. The voice came again and said, what do you want now? This time, William Branham made it more difficult for God. (laughs) And he made it so the squirrel had to do all these crazy things. And it happened, as he said. And the third time, he made it impossible for God. And the squirrel came exactly where he said it would. And he shot the three of them. And the point is, He spoke the squirrels into being. And God said there was a generation in the end times who would walk in such authority that their words would create things out of nothing. The voice has been released. God is releasing a company of people who know how to access the courts, but there's something even above the courts and it's standing in the council of the Lord, and there's something else, it's the chamber of the kings, and as we are kings, we can speak. As we speak in the chamber of the kings, we're always under the government, we cannot speak what we want, but when we speak from there, things on the earth have to change. The chamber of the kings, God is releasing kings, Because we are priests and kings. As we petition in the courts, we are priests. But then sometimes you're called to another arena. For you're not told to ask, you're told to decree. That's the chamber of the kings. We will have a sword coming out of our mouth. The mature sons. Matthew 17. This is what it looks like to be a mature son. Because when it says all creation is groaning for the mature sons, it uses the word huios, which means mature sons. All creation is groaning for the we are sons, mature sons. The transfiguration. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And there he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses, Elijah, talking with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. 
this is the bit I want you to hear. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my son. It's the same word us. Whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Listen to him. All creation is groaning for the mature. We are sons. What does that look like? The Father spoke to Jesus in the Mount of Transfiguration and said, This is my Huios son. What are we going to look like? We are going to look like the transfigured Christ. <laughs> Do we get that? Do we get that? All creation is groaning for the we are sons. Father spoke and said, this is what it looks like. This is my mature son. What does it look like? The transfigured Christ. What will we look like? The transfigured Christ. The amount of transfiguration is what it looks like. We are going to look like him. I'm not sure we get it. The transfiguration is what it looks like to be a mature son enough. We will be so transfigured that our DNA shall be transformed. And we shall shine with white light. Jesus shone. Our genetics are going to be changed. <laughs> we are living in a day where our genetics are going to be changed in the order of Melchizedek where we have no longer got any hooks on us from this earth where we can say like Jesus Satan has nothing in me transformed There'll be no separation between the seen and the unseen. We shall ascend the mountain of God beyond the natural world. We shall commune with our Father beyond the veil. We shall commune with the cloud of witnesses like Jesus, Elijah and Moses appeared. The mature son could see the cloud of witnesses. <laughs> and God will share his secret plans Moses and Elijah spoke with Jesus about the cross the mature sons will ascend the mountain of God the governmental arena of heaven the mature sons will be transfigured like Jesus and shine with white light the mature sons will have their DNA changed so that there's nothing in us from the earthly realm that can hold us back, we will be transformed into the image of Christ. As we behold the heavenly, we will become like the heavenly. As we behold him, we will become like him. We will become like light, white, light. He is the father of lights. <laughs> Arise, shine.
for your light has come. Jesus is the light of the world. We are the light of the world. Let his face shine upon you. If Moses' face could shine in the old covenant, how much more will we shine? How much more will we be transfigured, transformed into the light? Christ. What does it look like to be a mature son? It looks like Christ. We are going to look like Christ. We are going to be like him. We all say that and know that in a sense, but we don't really know it. We are going to look like him. We are going to have the seven spirits just like Jesus did. Because remember, we are going to have the full stature of Christ. Everything he has, we should have. Revelation 3 says, This is what you must write to the angel of the church in Sardis. And this is Jesus speaking. It says, I have the seven spirits of God. Jesus said, I have the seven spirits of God. If we are to be like Christ, we must also say, I have the seven spirits of God. Because as he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. He said, I have the seven spirits. What is the seven spirits? Isaiah 11, 2. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of the knowledge and the fear of the Lord. The seven spirits is the fullness. Pentecost was like a tenth. Like a word of knowledge is like a tenth. But we're going to have the spirit of knowledge, which is fullness. Like Jesus at the woman at, with the woman at the well, he told her everything she ever did. That's not just a gift, that's fullness. There's been th- three Jewish feasts spoken about where men were to go to Jerusalem to meet God. One was Passover, one was Pentecost, and one was Tabernacles. We've seen Passover fulfilled, obviously, because Jesus is the Passover lamb. We've seen outpourings of the Spirit, Pentecost. We've never seen Tabernacles yet. Tabernacles is fullness. We are moving into fullness. What is fullness? It's mature sonship. What is mature sonship? It looks like Jesus. 
What does Jesus look like? He's got white hair. He's got a sword coming out of his mouth. He's got the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, fear of the Lord. What does it look like to be a mature son? We will look like Christ. We will be like him. Before the second coming of Christ, there will be a demonstration, a company of people on earth who walk in the fullness of Christ. This company, like the glorified Christ, will have eyes like fire, will have walked through fiery trials and come out with feet like bronze, will speak as oracles, great authority will be upon them as the sword comes out of the mouth and they will shine like Jesus did on the Mount of Transfiguration transformed into the sons of light this company will demonstrate the power of the seven spirits on earth revealing the majesty and power of Christ who died but is now glorified the mature sons will do all that Christ did when he walked to earth but will do even greater works because now we are to be like him as he is in heaven. So how do we become like that? I don't have all the answers. There's three things that God has shown me it's part of it. And the first part is this, 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is spirit. And the New Living Translation says this, So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. So the key is this, we must go beyond the veil and behold Him. To become like him, we must go beyond the veil. And as we step beyond the veil and simply behold him, we will be transformed by the Spirit into the image of Christ as he is in heaven. I've got two other messages I want to give tomorrow that's part of this that transforms us. One is about the blood and one's about fire. But as we go beyond the veil, there is fire coming and the blood of Christ is going to transform us. We are going to get a revelation of the blood like we've never known. So we need to go beyond the veil and behold him. So what I want to do is I want us all to stand up. And we're simply going to go beyond the veil. 
And we do this by faith. So if you can, make sure you, you can take a step forward. Maybe you need to come to the aisle or something. You can stay there. So just close your eyes and we're just going to take a physical step forward beyond the veil by faith. So take a step forward. Yeah. Take, take as many steps as you want. It's great. You can have five but not six. I don't know. Take seven steps, that's better. So Lord, by faith, we step forward beyond the veil. Beyond the veil. And as we step beyond the veil, we will see him as he is. Behold him. Let's begin to worship him. Because as we worship him, we become like him. Begin worshiping him. Shia <laughs> 